Show. I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave on this Friday afternoon. In the studio, we have attorney, engineer, master plumber. Did I leave anything out? You like that? Land yeah. surveyor. Yeah, land surveyor, Chris Corbett. And on the line, we have Senator Bart Hester. Bart, welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. How are you? And great. Thanks for having me, Robert. Oh, it's my sincere pleasure. Now, I got wind early and often that you are going to run for, now tell me if I have this right, you're going to run for, is it Senate Majority Leader uh, here? Well, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, curr- I'm currently the Senate Majority Leader, okay. but I, I am going gonna, gonna to run for the President of the Senate for uh, the pre- 2021 cycle. There it is. I'm so terrible with the terms. I'm lucky I even knew it in the federal Senate, and I was a staffer there, and I still couldn't get those terms. So you're currently the majority leader. I take it that's the number two position? Well, it's it's the number one within the Republican Party and in the Arkansas I see. You know, uh, state. So the uh, then there's a president of the Senate that kind of, uh, you know, his main job is to make sure everyone's treated fairly and that the process works correctly. Got it. And that's it, but that's the highest position one can have in the Senate. Uh, that's correct. And, and currently that's uh, Senator Hendren. Isn't that right? Yes, Senator Jim Hendren of uh, Sulphur Springs or the Gravit area, Northwest Arkansas. Got it. And and yes, so I had heard that you were going to run for Senate president, I should say, and I uh, am endorsing you for that position. I think it's wonderful. We uh, look forward to your good, continued conservative leadership. Tell everybody, by the way, where you're from, where your district is, uh, so that uh, we all have a sense of uh, who you who you represent, in addition, of course, in general, to the folks of Arkansas uh, and Mass. Sure. Well, uh, um, about a third of Benton County, which includes uh, the city of Bentonville, Centerton, Cave Springs, which is where I live, a smaller town outside of outside of those and uh, uh, down just a little bit into Washington County, but more or less Northwest Arkansas. So uh, the uh, home office of Walmart's in my district. Oh, terrific. Terrific. Tell me, Bart, uh, my uh, first, I, I was pleased with the legislature the last session as well as frustrated at the same time. So I carry both of those emotions simultaneously, and I'll tell you why. I think we really got some wonderful laws passed. I mean that sincerely. We passed uh, something that I worked on, which, which was the Dave Ellswick free speech on campus bill. Those types of issues are very important to me. Free speech, freedom, Second Amendment freedoms. And so that's a joy. That's a real move forward, I believe, for the state of Arkansas. And then on the other hand, uh, I think we uh, didn't go as far as we could have gone, and I believe that's the case because we have some folks in the Republican Party who are not conservative enough. And so we have this kind of dichotomy. Look, I expect the Democrats to to vote like Democrats. I don't blame a mosquito for biting me because it's a mosquito. I don't blame a Democrat for voting liberal because he's a Democrat. I do blame a conservative, or I should say a Republican, when he votes liberal because he's supposed to be conservative. So talk to me, talk to Dave's audience, if you will, about your vision for continuing the forward momentum of pushing for conservative ideals 
across this conservative state? Well, I'll tell you, you know, we talk a lot uh, and I've heard uh, Senator Tom Cotton uh, give this speech several times about what we're not going to continue to push forward. Uh, we can't get a we've got to make our tent bigger. Right. Mm-hmm. And by, by doing that, if we disagree with somebody once or twice, we can't kick them out of the tent. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the hard things. One of the unique things about uh, being in the legislature and being a conservative and a Republican is we all don't think the same. Right? We're independent thinkers. And so we can disagree on what the conservative uh, issue is every now and then. Now, when the people aren't with us 10, 20, 30, 40 percent of the time, that's when you start understanding, hey, they just don't think like us. Mm-hmm. Right. But but the reality is I, I want to make our tent big enough where uh, where we're, we're we're all pulling on the same strings rather than uh, uh, pulling on the same rope rather than knifing each other. And I think with that, we can. Um, uh, we could continue to move Arkansas forward. Just like you said, you're happy with some stuff and not happy with stuff. You know, and I feel like we're moving in second or third gear in the direction we're going. We could easily bump, bump that up to fourth or fifth without being out of control. And, and I think uh, do exactly what the people of Arkansas expect and want us to do. Amen, brother. I think that's exactly right. I'm, I'm the last person to be looking for conformity because I'm a square peg in every round hole. I don't fit in anywhere, <laughs> but what I do look for is some fidelity to general principles uh, within the party that we can agree to. And when I see there aren't many, but there are more than I would be comfortable with or am comfortable with. When I see uh, Republicans ranking below Democrats on various rankings. Now, you don't have to accept any one group's rankings. But when you see That's the right. Republicans uh, ranking below Democrats, they're voting for more tax increases in the Democrats. They're voting against uh, gun uh, freedom laws uh, more than the Democrats. They're not good on issues of life. That's, <clears throat> excuse me. At some point, as you say, at some point, you can't just keep calling yourself a Republican. I'm not looking to be the guy that starts chewing out Republicans and tearing at, down our own party. I do truly, as you say, believe in a big tent. But it's one thing to have a big tent. It's another thing to have people that don't embody the values. Uh, we're not going to kick them out. But you know what? I'll run a primary against them. I'll support the challenger. I'll support the conservative. And so I really think that your point is well taken. Uh, we should never be dismissive of any individual. Democrats alike, by the way. But if you're not having an outlook that you can say, that we can say, coincides with conservative values, well, then I'm going to go try to work with somebody else. And I think that's, I think that's this difficult balance. And, and I trust me when I tell you, Bart, I don't have the right answer. Like, I don't have the perfect alchemy to solve this dilemma. But I think it's a dilemma. And I think one of the ways that we resolve or we work towards resolving, there's no ultimate resolution, but we work in the right direction to resolve this dilemma is by ensuring that we have leadership within the party and within the Senate that can corral people in a productive, forward-moving direction. And that's what I'm looking for from you. And I think and I know you can do it. That's the key here. Well, hey, thank you so much. That's I, I hope that each of my colleagues uh... – would consider me a friend. I consider them a friend, and that, and that I, I respect their opinion. Um, I've, I've never been a heavy-handed leader, but uh, I try to be uh, a leader that everybody feels like they're being heard. 
uh, and, and we and continue to, like I say, pull on the same rope and moving in the same direction, I'm confident we continue to do that. Amen. You know, uh, in addition to that, what, I, what I've seen, I saw it in the last legislature when, when, when we met, how um, you have really a sort of um, magnetic personality. And regardless, I've seen Democrats and Republican alike uh, um, come and talk with you because you are open and you're uh, willing to debate and discuss in a productive fashion. And so that's a key trait. Uh, to a to a wonderful leader. But with that said, you are also a strong conservative. I know this to be the case. Let's talk about some issues. Let's talk about, for example, your views on Second Amendment. Share with the audience uh, your sort of general outlook when it comes to Second Amendment issues. Well, I mean, I, I think it it couldn't it couldn't be clearer that it should not be infringed on. Right. Uh, we. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I haven't voted in any way to infringe. I, I guess we could say there's there's been uh, one issue. Remember when they were carrying guns in the Razorback Stadium? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and there's always, you know, there's weird stuff going on with that all the time. You know, I can tell you that, uh, you know, at, at at a particular time, you could have FOIA'd uh, the, um, the, the police plan. That's right. Uh, if there was an active shooter, you know, that, that's. That, that's scary stuff, right? That's right. We, we we want our police to be able to protect and plan and and not and not have some crazy person know that. And so there was there's a lot of different reasons we do some things there. But um, uh, anyway, but uh, I, I believe uh, when the NRA comes out, I'll have a I'll have a, an A plus hundred percent rating, and uh, uh, it's just too too important of an issue to uh, to to back up on it all. Well, yeah. and 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 I know it. Uh, we spoke. Uh, amongst other things, during the last session about gun issues, and you demonstrated your commitment uh, there, too. And uh, I look forward, by the way, to that NRA, NRA rating, but I will share my view on that. I spoke with the NRA folks in the last session, and I found them slow, uh, not willing to uh, move ahead to push a pro-Second Amendment agenda. I found them bureaucratic. And so while a good rating from the NRA is a undoubtedly a positive, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed with how they're working. I think they are getting caught up in the swamp of bureaucracy. And so, uh, of course, uh, it's better to have a good rating from them than a bad rating. But these days, I, I think that they are not at the front of the uh, edge, you know, the knife's edge in pushing for good pro-gun legislation. I think you're at the front and other legislators like you, like Bob Ballinger, is at the the uh, razor's edge and making sure that our Second Amendment rights are enforced. So I think we should be telling them who has the A-plus rating, not the other way around. <laughs> well, now, you, you are right. They, they, are, they, are not, uh, they are not quick moving. And I'll tell you, you get what we're down to in Arkansas um, is really in the, in the finite questions, and that's what that's what it's not so simple anymore, right? Because we've really moved the ball so far in, in our direction. But you know, anytime there's a, as a gun bill, you know, you can go straight to the two Republican lawyers in the Senate, uh, Trent Garner and Bob Ballinger. And man, isn't it fantastic that there are two lawyers on that's the Republican right. side, and they're the two leaders on the gun issue, right? That's right. They, they, they've studied. They know how important it is to not give an inch. And and uh, where those guys stand, uh, I think. Uh, um, I couldn't see me on a different side of them on that issue. Uh, I have a lot of trust in their opinion on it. As do I. We, um, I had spoken with them, in fact, when they were pushing a bill or pursuing, I should say, a bill that became a law in which there was some issue uh, at a university campus 
the university uh, school campus that was preventing a, a a law enforcement officer, a police officer, from carrying his gun off duty after work in uniform. And so they quickly passed a bill. It happened in a matter of days. They passed a bill that said, uh, no, that's permissible. Now, under the existing law, frankly, we all had agreed it was permissible. But instead of having to fight the uh, bureaucrats uh, in, uh, in the education system, they just passed another law and said, essentially, we really mean it. And that cleared up that problem. <laughs> and what I like about that, it's uh, uh, people like Bob Ballinger, people like you, who say, look, uh, if there is an issue that is within my wheelhouse, I'm going to take care of it. And there are many ways to skin a cat. And I don't care how we get there. At the end of the day, these rights need to be enforced. But hold the line, if you if you will. We'll come back after a short break and we'll finish up that half hour with you. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. Let's take this quick break. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck. In the studio with me is attorney Chris Corbett. And on the line is Senator Bart Hester. Bart, we've got about seven minutes left. We're going to finish up talking with you. Um, if I recall correctly, Chris was reminding me during the break that you were one of the, uh, I don't know if it was the original co-sponsors, but strong supporters and maybe original co-sponsors of Charlie Collins's campus carry bill. And I, I testified in favor of the first version of that, as you may recall, like three or four <laughs> legislative sessions ago. I can't even remember that far back. And finally, we, of course, we got after the second try, we got one version passed and then all of the state schools run by unelected, generally leftist administrators opted out. Uh, and so it had no teeth. Right. And then. We right. Came, right. And so we came back and we said, look, we thought w- this was going to actually be. Uh, real that you're actually going to consider the needs of the students of the faculty of safety but obviously you didn't you just considered bureaucratic concerns and so you kept all the guns out of the hands of the law-abiding citizens and so the the newest and current version passed as part of enhanced carry and so we have we have campus carry or enhanced carry in which no longer are we stuck in these shooting zones that are falsely known as gun-free zones because they ain't, they ain't gun-free they're gun free for the good guys, but not for the bad guys. So, just, <laughs> that's right. Right. So, sh- share, uh, continue to share with uh, Dave's audience a little bit of your general philosophy on this notion of where people who are law abiding citizens should be entitled to carry. Well, I mean, look, I, I think it's very simple. If, if we're going to tell somebody they cannot carry a gun somewhere, uh, there has to be a, a very uh, compelling governmental interest. Mm-hmm. And and the reality is, I think, you know, it kind of goes back to clearly on anyone's private property, they can restrict in any way. Sure. Um, you know, uh, but look, uh, to, to say that people can't can't have a gun on campus when a young lady's going to finish a lab class at 10 o'clock at night, and, you know, walk, I mean, sometimes a half a mile across campus, you know, to uh, to a parking lot is just, it's just, in my opinion, unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're st- we still aren't allowing her to protect herself, but you know, if if they're if they're faculty, at least we're allowing that faculty to protect themselves. And mm-hmm. like I said, there, there's always more work to do. But uh, man, if you're if you're going to err in somewhere, a tie has to go to the runner there and uh, and allow somebody to protect themselves. I love that analogy. I really do. Uh, tie goes to the runner, and that's exactly right. It's so often. 
the presumption has been on the law-abiding citizen to prove why he's entitled to the rights given to him by the U.S. Constitution, by the Arkansas Constitution, and I dare say, can I say it, by God. And so when, when I have the right to defend myself, I have an inherent right to defend myself, and I've got to prove generally to leftists why I should be able to do so. And my response is, I don't have to prove anything to you. These are my rights. Come take them away. Uh, and, and Arkansas really is on the front um, edge of this. Uh, and this is an important point because in some respects, Arkansas has some catching up to do, like on taxes. We're on the wrong side of taxes, frankly. We need to reduce taxes. But when it comes to gun rights, we are moving in the right direction. And as you point out, there is always more to do. And that's something that I saw some legislators and Republic, and I mean this amongst Republicans who said, well, I don't want to mess with it. I think we might upset the apple cart. We might wind up with a bad law. And of course, conceptually, there's some truth to that because every time you do something, you have an opportunity to make a mistake. But when we are a 75% Republican legislator, legislature, perhaps we should be less afraid of uh, moving backwards and more emboldened, emboldened to move forward. And that's one of the things that I think you will continue to uh, lead on uh, as the president of the Senate. We've only got a few minutes left uh, before we let you go, Bart. I want to talk about free speech. Uh, this is one of my bugaboos, and whenever I, I get to talk to an elected official, uh, I, I bend his ear on it because conservatives have now become the protectors of free speech. Historically, frankly, that hasn't been the case, but now we are. And so we need to ensure that all Arkansans have every right that we can afford them when it comes to free speech. And one of the bills that Kim Hammer and Bob Ballinger were pursuing last session, but it was very late in the session, and so it understand, understandably wasn't able to, to move forward, was a bill that simply said, if you're a government employee and you're at home and you're on your Facebook and you write something and it's not discrimination and it's not a bomb threat, it's nothing illegal, whatever you write... You're allowed to write that without your government mind or administrator boss trying to fire you when you come back to work the next day. And that's a bill that uh, we're going to be pursuing come next session. And I'm not going to make you give me a commitment on that bill today, needless to say. And I know you're too smart a politician to do so, not uh, having it in front of you. But what I will make you uh, 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 give me a commitment on is meeting with me and Chris and other folks um, and Kim and Bob and others. Uh, so that we can discuss this bill, because I know, I know that with your conservative values, you're going to be in favor of it. Well, I, you know, I, I agree. And I'll tell you, free speech it starts to encompass a lot of things right now. And just like you were talking about, if somebody goes home on their own time and they type something that someone else can view as, as hateful, mm-hmm. right? Uh, That's right. And, uh, uh, and, and I continue to hear talk about, uh, you know, hate crime stuff. And look, exactly. at the end of the day, uh, like it or not, people in America have the right to be hateful. And That's hateful right. is, is an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's considered hateful to me not be, be to you. And so, man, again, that's what I say. If we're, if we're going to walk down any of those roads, we got to be very, very careful because uh, um, your, your right to be hateful, your version of hateful, 
is, is a protected thing. Mm-hmm. Um, an action is not protected. There it is. Right. That's right. Uh, but but, but uh, what, what what one person considers that is not, and we clearly need to make sure that our uh, people that have government paid for jobs are protected. Amen. You and you have that distinction right down. Uh, to the letter, and that is a critical distinction, and it's one that the left has marched all over in their efforts to cut constrain, amongst other things, but primarily conservative thought. Bart, we look forward to seeing you as the next president of the Senate. We welcome your conservative values. We welcome your dynamic and charismatic personality, and we thank you for joining us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on local now, channel 525.